الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين If you look at the average college student, there's usually two types of students. There's one type of student who enters into college with the goal in mind of uh, with with this goal in mind of getting through college, and they usually operate on this principle of fear that they're in college because they were pressured into getting into college, and they're pursuing their particular career path because of some sort of fear of something. That could be fear or pressure coming from their parents, for instance, and they fear the consequences of them not fulfilling the wishes and desires of their parents. It could be the fear of not being successful, quote-unquote, in life, and potentially not making money down the road and having to live you know, in an uncomfortable form of lifestyle. So they operate on fear, and they go through this entire pathway you know, based on that principle of fear. That they don't want, that they fear what the consequences will be if they don't get through. So then they pursue their career path, they study and they study, but they're always operating on fear and then they'll try to get through in that way. And then you have another student or you have another group of students who they operate on passion and they operate on love. So they enter into a college, they enter into a university and they have an idea in mind, this desire, this goal that they have in mind, they want to achieve something career-wise. Let's say they want to get to... A, uh, they want to become a lawyer, for instance, and that's their passion in life. And those people will take the same path as the other group. They'll still take the same classes. They'll still interact with the same people. They'll still take the same, you know, three or four or five years it'll take to get to at least that graduate school. But their approach is completely different. They're doing it for the purpose of their passion. They're doing it with this desire and this love that's in their heart. And they're pursuing it in that way. Whereas the other person is pursuing it because of fear, because of uh, because of some other motive, but it certainly isn't the, the uh, certainly isn't a, a passion or a love that lies within their heart. Now both people will potentially get through, but one person will inevitably be more successful than the other. The one that's doing it for passion and that's doing it out of love, they'll be the ones that'll be more more successful in the long run. Whether it be through their college, whether it be through their graduate studies, whether it be in their profession, when they do things for love, for instance, they have this love for the field of law, for instance, they want to become the best at law, then all of their studies will be dedicated toward that. Their goal is not to pass the class, their goal is to learn as much as they can and the grade comes secondary. Their goal isn't that isn't to just pass their LSAT exam, for instance. Their goal is to do as best as they can and learn as much as they can in their preparation for it. Their goal isn't to make a you know five million dollars when they get out of law school. Their goal is to become overall the best lawyer possible because that's their passion and that's what's desire. That's what's driving them. So this similar principle applies in Dean as well. There are people. Everyone has this desire to uh, excel and advance themselves in Dean. Everyone has this desire to excel and advance themselves in deen, and which is why all of us are here today. We have this desire, someone put in our hearts that we, we, ha- we have a goal to achieve, and that goal is to uh, be successful on the Day of Judgment. That's our goal, that there will come a day when we'll, be, we'll, we'll pass away, and then we'll be raised up. And after we are raised up, we are to stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we'll have to answer for the few years, 30, 40, 60 years that we've lived in this world. And we'll have to answer for every moment. And the goal is the same for every single believer, that on the Day of Judgment, that they, that they be successful before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now some people, and that's the goal of everyone, and they have that in mind. 
And some people might take the approach that they're going to live their life in fear. Fearing what the consequences will be. Fearing what the ramifications will be if they don't live a life in accordance to the sunnah. If they don't live in a, a life in accordance to the sharia. And then there's a subset of people that live their life with love. Their desire is to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and through that love they use that as a fuel by which they carry themselves in this deen. And then between the two groups, potentially both of them will, will reach that goal. But the easier path and, potent, and the more successful path is that person that recognizes that they have to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when the love of Allah ta'ala enters into a person's heart, then the deen becomes a cakewalk. It becomes simple. It's no longer about, oh, am I going to be punished for this? Am I going to be punished for that? What's the punishment for missing a salah? What's the punishment for missing a fast? What happens when I don't recite Qur'an for a day? What happens when I disobey my parents? Those things don't matter anymore. Now the love of Allah Ta'ala has entered into that person. Now everything they do is because they don't want the attention of Allah Ta'ala to turn away from them. They're so desirous that Allah Ta'ala is always you know, watching over them and protecting them. And they have such a shadeed love, right? It says in the Qur'an, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Those people that believe, أَشَدُّ حُبَّ لِلَّهِ They have a strong, strong, firm, you know, unable to be broken, love for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And when the person operates with that principle in mind, developing a love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their, heart, in their hearts, then everything becomes easy. Salah becomes very easy for them. Go around, go around. Go, the, go, from, the, go from the back. Go from the back. Go from the back. Salah becomes very easy for them. They're no longer doing it because of fear. They're doing it because they love Allah and they want to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fasting becomes easy for them. Lowering their gaze becomes easy for them. Reciting the Qur'an becomes easy for them. This no longer becomes a struggle or a burden. Rather, it becomes a pleasure for them. When the love of Allah Ta'ala enters into the heart, that all of their deeds are now because of pleasure. They enjoy doing these things because they know full well that this is how they attain the pleasure of Allah and that's the only thing they ever desire. They don't operate on fear, they operate on love. So for people that are aiming to establish consistency within their deen, without the ups and downs that you know, people commonly experience, if they want to be consistent in their deen, and people want to you know, do as much good as they can, and stay from much, as much evil as possible, then the way by which a person should do that, the, the easiest way by which a person can do that, is by instilling the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their hearts. When that love of Allah ta'ala enters into their hearts, then everything becomes easy. Then life becomes easy. Doing good deeds become e becomes easy. Worshipping Allah Ta'ala becomes easy. Serving parents becomes easy. Serving the community becomes easy. Everything becomes easy. Following every sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ becomes easy. Because now you're doing it for the love of Allah and for the attention of Allah. And you're no longer doing it because of, because of fear or worry or concern or some other external pressure. So our goal should be to, earn, to develop a deep love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our hearts. And not be satisfied until that love has entered into our hearts. Allah ta'ala is our creator. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that even gave us life. Without Him giving us life, we wouldn't have even been here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our provider. Every meal we've eaten in the last two weeks or three weeks, every single meal we've eaten has directly come to us from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not through some other mechanism, not through the store, not through someone that brought us food. Allah ta'ala ordained for us to receive that risk and it's only because of His mercy that we were even able to partake of that food. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that gave us two legs to walk on and gave us health, you know, and gave us sanity. 
there are people in this world that don't have that, that aren't able to think properly. Yet Allah Ta'ala's mercy gave us that. I mean, everything is from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, and it only behooves a believer to want to love their Creator, and ultimately they're going to meet their Creator. And that, that relationship of love is far stronger than that relationship of fear. So we should aim to develop a deep love for Allah Ta'ala in our hearts if we want to achieve success in this world. If we want to achieve success in this world, we should aim to achieve or attain this deep love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our hearts. So then the next question one might ask is, what steps should I take to develop this love for Allah ta'ala in, in my heart? Because I feel like I love other things in this world. I feel like I like, might love my parents. I might love you know, a good friend of mine. I might love my spouse. I might love my child. But how do I develop a unique and deep love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in my heart? And there's two, two ways by which a person can do this. The first way is to do excessive dhikr and remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala abundantly. Abundantly remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So many different adhkar that one can recite, but inevitably they all take a person to that same destination. The more a person remembers Allah ta'ala through the dhikr of Allah, the more a person's heart remembers Allah ta'ala through the dhikr of Allah, the more that love will build in that person's heart. The more that love will build in that person's heart. And the idea is that the more a person remembers something, the, inevitably that, that person will love any, whatever it might be. You could take the example, for instance, if someone has this love for the newest designer coats, for instance, right? So they'll spend all day looking, at, on their, on, on looking on different websites and figuring out what the newest coat is that came out, what's the latest fall or winter design. They'll spend hours and hours and days and days doing it, and eventually that love will develop in their heart. It's unavoidable. If that's what their job is or that's what their responsibility is and it's unavoidable. You can take, you know, for instance, the example of, of someone, that's, uh, someone that spends hours and hours a day looking up, you know, uh, statistics of, 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 you know, the NBA players, for instance. The more time they spend with that, the more they make remember, the more they're, they're, they, they remember that activity, the more time they spend remembering it, going on the internet and, and watching, you know, every single show possible. Inevitably, the love for that sport or that person or that stat will enter into their heart and that's all they'll be able to think about. So the more a person remembers something or interacts with something, inevitably, the love for that will also enter into their heart. So similarly, if a person desires to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then they have to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala abundantly. Abundantly do the dhikr of Allah. Because the more dhikr a person does, the more Allah ta'ala will, uh, the more the love of Allah ta'ala will enter into their heart. So it's important for us to do excessive dhikr of Allah. If we desire the love of Allah, if our goals are something else, then that's something else. But for people that, have, that already understand that the deen is important to them, then the next step is to do excessive dhikr of Allah so that that love of Allah Ta'ala enters into their heart and then the deen becomes easy. The second thing to consider, the second step to take, or the second principle to follow, if one desires the love of Allah to enter into their hearts, is that they spend time in the company of people that love Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. We call these people the ashiqeen of Allah. The, you know, an ashiq of Allah is not just someone who, who worships Allah, you know, an abid. Not just someone who, who you know, frequents the masjid. Not just someone who, who you know, uh, someone who, who performs their five daily prayers. It's a person who truly with their heart loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there are people like this in the world. And the more time we spend in their company, the love of Allah ta'ala that they have in their hearts gets transferred into our own hearts as well. You can take this principle for anything. If you spend enough time, let's say that you go to a conference, you know, uh, I've used this example before, but let's say you go to, 
uh, you spend time, you know, in the company of, you work for the auto show, for instance, right? You spend time in the company of people that are auto enthusiasts and all they talk about is cars and all they think about is cars. And, you know, and you go for a week long retreat talking about cars and you spend time in the company of world experts on, on you know, on the, on the best cars or the fastest cars on the planet. What's going to happen is that love for cars is going to enter into your heart because you spent time in their company. Right? It's inevitable. You spend time. You go to a you go to a, a, a convention of of pulmonologists, for instance. You know, lung doctors, and you spend time in their company, and you hear what they have to say, and you see what their passion is, you see what their heart is telling you about them. Inevitably, that'll come into your own heart, and you'll develop that love as well. So similarly, when you spend time in the company of those people that love Allah Ta'ala, then the love of Allah Ta'ala also enters into your heart. And you won't even be able to stop it. It's just their company. It's just their company. You don't have to speak with them. You don't have to talk to them. But their passion and their love for Allah Ta'ala is so strong. It's shadeed. It's powerful. It's, it's, it's impenetrable. There's nothing that they care about more than Allah Ta'ala. When that love is in their heart and it, and it emanates and it gets transferred into your own heart through that, through that company, then, then there's nothing that you can do to even prevent that from happening. You will fall in love with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So firstly, through the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, excessively remembering Allah ta'ala, that brings the love of Allah ta'ala in a person's heart. And secondly, through the company of those people that love Allah. And in by doing these two things, we develop a shadid, a strong love for Allah ta'ala in our own hearts. And the consequence of that is just bliss. Every moment becomes then a pleasure to live. Because every moment you're thinking about Allah, you're, you're worshipping Allah, you're wanting to pray toward Allah, everything just becomes easy. Everything at that, mo- at that point becomes about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's no longer a burden to have to wake up for the Fajr prayer, you know, in the summer months when it's 4 o'clock in the morning and you want to, you know, push it until the last moment. It's no longer a burden. You will wake up before Fajr prayer because you'll be waiting for the Fajr time to come in because you're longing for those moments for you to converse with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ramadan will no longer become a burden where you're thinking, man, those fasts are going to be so long. How am I ever going to do it? How am I going to stand and pray 20 rakah of taraweeh you know, at 11 o'clock at night? You'll be looking forward to that month, thinking, I can't wait. That's the month of mercy. That's the month of reflection. That'll be the time where I'll be able to interact with, with, my, with my beloved uh, more than any other time of the year. It'll no longer be a burden for you to have to give money out of your pocket in the, in the cause of charity. You'll desire to give money for the path of Allah. You'll wait for that opportunity when someone asks you for a project that they're doing or someone says that they need a meal on their table. You'll be like, thank you so much, Ya Allah. You'll love to give them money because no longer it's no longer a burden to give sadaqah on the path of Allah. You'll be so in love with Allah and you'll, say that you'll see this as an opportunity from Allah and you'll happily give your money, money away. Nothing is a burden anymore. Everything becomes a pleasure. Everything becomes a pleasure. And when that person develops that deep love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you can just imagine how that meeting with Allah ta'ala will be on the Day of Judgment. Just imagine what that meeting will be like. Ya Allah, I spent 50 years, 60 years, 70 years doing everything because I loved you so much and now I finally get to see you and I finally get to stand before you and, and, and discuss with you my love for you. I finally get that opportunity. A person that loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they wait for that moment of death. They wait for the time that they're going to, they don't desire death. But they await that time of death because this world is just a prison for them. And they're waiting for those moments, they're waiting for that moment when they'll finally be able to get out of this prison and finally be able to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The person that loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't want to be here. He wants to be in the akhirah when he'll finally earn the reward from Allah. When he'll finally get to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's what that person is waiting for. This world is just, it's like a, 
It's just, it's just temporary for them. They just want to move on from this world. Because they have this deep love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq and grant us the ability to develop a deep love for Him in our hearts. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to become people that regularly perform dhikr excessively. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to spend company, uh, allow us to spend time in the company and in the presence of those people that love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa akhirul amana alhamdulillahi